Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It is I, the most talked about and name dropped uh, in all of Davos. The Glenn Beck Program is here. We have... um, we have Kevin Roberts on with us in just a second. He wrote a great, great op-ed that you need to hear because he's speaking at the World Economic Forum in Davos tomorrow. Why would the guy who's running the Heritage Foundation possibly speak at the World Economic Forum? Well, if his speech is anything like his op-ed he wrote for The Blaze, uh, I think it was last week, it's going to be a fireworks show. We're going to talk to him in 60 seconds. Having a cell phone in your pocket shouldn't be a ringing endorsement for leftist causes. Unfortunately, these days, if you're hooked up with one of the big networks, chances are pretty good that that's exactly what's going on. Look, you and I are part of a movement dedicated to creating a parallel economy and saving freedom, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. We need an art marketplace of ideas where everyone's free to express those ideas and goods and services from companies that don't sell out to the woke mob. I want you to strongly consider today switching your phone service to Patriot Mobile. Their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. On top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan, one of the three major networks, Patriot Mobile, doesn't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of American America. That is unusual today. Well, I like the unusual. I like the uh, less beaten path, if you will. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them now at 972-PATRIOT. They'll give you free activation when you use the offer code Beck. It's 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Heritage Foundation, Heritage Action for America President Dr. Kevin Roberts joins us now. Uh, are you in Davos? I am. I landed a few hours ago. I've been walking around looking for cricket protein. I haven't seen any yet, yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically in the safe confines of my hotel room because there are thousands of knucklehead people out there, Glenn. So how did you, um, how, how were you invited or did you have to buy your way in? How How, it, how is the Heritage oh. Foundation uh, president invited to speak? I'm still wondering that myself, honestly. Uh, so we, we definitely would not have bought our way in. The The letter invitation came in sometime before Christmas. And I, honest to God, when my chief of staff mentioned it to me, I guffawed because I, I thought he was playing a joke on me. And he said, no, Kevin, I mean, this is a dead serious invitation. We vetted it. They want you to speak on their theme, rebuilding trust and what the next conservative presidential administration will do. And I said, man, I, I have no desire whatsoever to go to Davos. So I went home and I mentioned my wife and she laughed at me and said, there's no way you're going to Davos. Well, after sleeping on it, Glenn, to get to the point here, I realized that when you have the privilege that I do of leading heritage, which, as you know, has millions of supporters, 
that when you get invited to something like that, we don't want to just sit around the table. We want to go and preach the truth. We want to speak truth to power. And I said, on behalf of all the people who support us, our friends who support us informally, I'm going to go to Davos and I'm going to speak the truth about what the elites are doing to us and our freedoms. And that's why I'm here. So what is it you're going to say? Do you care to preview a bit? Absolutely. The main thrust of my comments will be that the political elites, almost all of whom are here this week, have intentionally disconnected their plans from what is good for the average person. And I'm going to cite three or four, maybe even five policy areas where that's been the case, where the elites tell us we're actually troglodytes for believing, A, that men are men and women are women. B, that China is our number one adversary, not our friend. C, that we believe that we ought not be investing in wind and solar with government subsidies because, in fact, it costs people their lives, especially in Europe. D, that migration and open borders, especially here in the United States, but also all across Europe, is an intentional reordering of society. And ultimately, what I'm going to be driving at is that the next conservative presidential administration just needs to take every idea ever mentioned in the history of the World Economic Forum and oppose them. Oh my! I'm thinking God. there won't be a lot of applause. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, we've got to get videotape of that. That is—I mean—that's crazy. You know, you're in the room with a bunch of like Bond villains. They're a cat away on their lap from being a Bond villain. Some of these people. Wow, that is brave. Um, so, what are you expecting? Did you tell them this? No, I, I uh, graciously accepted the invitation. I, uh, I have received their guidance on what the, the discussion will be. And, uh, you know, I'll be well-behaved, but I can be well-behaved and also get to the point. I'm, I'm not there to exchange pleasantries. I anticipate that the response from the in-person attendees will, will be just horror. And, uh, and we've got security detail to whisk me out of that room. But the point is that they need to hear that message. Most importantly, the people who really need to hear the message are people who listen and and watch your shows, Glenn. Our fellow Americans who, not just for years, but for decades, have put up with the crap that comes out of Davos. I mean, I I didn't see John Kerry in person as I was walking around town earlier, but I just saw he was doing an interview. And he's talking about how basically you and I or people like us are backwards because we don't understand that the earth is on fire. Someone has to come here and read them the riot act. And I didn't wake up one day and decide that I wanted to be that person, but having received the invitation, having the job that I have, which you know, I love and loving the people. Most of all, I represent, I am happy to be here. Kevin, I have to tell you, I, uh, my respect for you has, I mean, it's always been, um, very high, but my respect for you has gone off the charts on this one. Uh, I, I'd be vomiting blood if I were you at this point, because you are walking into, you know, self-proclaimed most powerful people on the planet. And you are telling them, uh, I oppose you when their, their number one priority is to regain trust. That's the theme of it, regain trust. Uh, and by doing so, what they're talking about is their number one priority is to silence those who are spreading mis and disinformation. So you're calling them on. And I mean, you know, I've done it. It's not fun, but you're calling them on and you're calling them on to their face. 
God bless you. Well, that's the best part, right? I mean, it, it, it reminds me when I was a public school kid playing playing football and you, you kind of understand what the other guy means, not by what he says, but when he punches you in the face or slaps you in the helmet. And and I'm certainly going to be well-behaved tomorrow. I, I don't imagine they all will, but that's what it's come to, right? And and the good news is amid the, the depths of Western civilization, I believe that Providence is leading us into potentially turning the corner. If you look at the election of Javier Millet in Argentina, yes. Bert Wilders in the Netherlands, think about the fact that in 2024, we, we might very well be able to do that in our own country. These people are running scared. And I think one of the reasons that they wanted to increase their number of conservatives attending this year's conference from zero to three or four, Malay, uh, the Hungarian president, uh, Kristen Novak, and, and me, is because they realize the right is politically ascendant. And so one of the messages that I want to convey is you're correct about that. And it's probably too late for all of you to change your capital investments and your political proclivities. But just know the right is taking names. And when we come back into power in the United States, we are going to wield that authority appropriately and ethically, but every last ounce of it until we reclaim our country. So what does that look like with your mission at Heritage? Our mission at Heritage, as, as we have discussed a couple of times, is, of course, to effect the revitalization of self-governance through good public policy at the federal and state levels. And our big project is Project 2025, which, as you will remember, spans the entirety of the center-right movement in the United States. And the whole point is to prepare the next president, next conservative president, with the people and the policies, the executive orders, the, the defenses against lawsuits in a way that the conservative movement has never done. And so if you think about it, given that that's where a plurality of our resources at Heritage are being spent right now, that that is a perfect way to connect the dots between the big themes I'll talk about tomorrow and, and what we expect the next conservative president to do. Because you know that while we, we can't be certain about the outcome of this election, we also understand that if a conservative wins, there's going to be a huge set of high expectations that we not wait until year two or year three or year four, but, but to the heart of your question, what does that look like? It looks like completing the oath of office, giving a very quick but aspirational inaugural address, and starting to dismantle the administrative state root and branch. Um, you, you, because I think the president, I think the number was 40,000 appointments he has to make pretty much right out of the chute. Um, are you helping, uh, um, assemble those names and do you have names that would work with Donald Trump? That's some people's fear is that they have so isolated him and destroyed all the attorneys and everybody else that's been around him that people are afraid to work with him. Do you, have you found yeah, that? I've heard, I, well, I've, I've heard that, that claim, and I know that that claim is, is, uh, is offered by people who are thoughtful. Honestly, Glenn, we have not found that to be true. And, and let, me give you some, let me give you some evidence and numbers. The president has roughly 4,500 political appointees that he makes. And it, that could be up to 40,000. That, that, that depends. But 4,500 is the number that we're working with. Hmm. We already have more than 7,000 names in our personnel database, all of whom, by submitting their application, knowing that 
and of course, most of them did this before the Iowa results, knowing that President Trump was the front runner, but also that it might be Governor DeSantis or Ambassador Haley. They want to work with whoever that that conservative president is. Most of them are ideologically, philosophically Trumpian conservatives. And so I'm very optimistic that there's great alignment there between them and President Trump if he ends up being the, the nominee and the and the victor. And I also know that these are people who come from a variety of backgrounds. They aren't just D.C. swamp creatures. You know, we do have to have a few people who know how agencies are run. But we put a real premium at Heritage on going around the country and recruiting normal people from the state so that they can come in, serve two or four years, you know, eight years if if the vice president is able to win uh, a first term and really get about the work of restoring common sense in D.C., which is a way of restoring self-governance to the American people. The administrative state is going to fight back hard. They're already talking about it, that the Democrats in the White House are doing everything they can to find ways for the administrative state to fight back and to resist what the president wants to do. How are you going to find all of those people and root them out? Well, a few ways. The, the first is that it, it would be fantastic if we're able to get so-called Schedule F reform, which allows the yes. president to fire. Uh, but we can't count on that the first day. Do you, so do we, we'll do you believe that. in in uh, Vivek Ramaswamy's premise that if you don't work for the government, if you don't work for the president, then you work for Congress? Absolutely. I mean, that's I, I, I went round and round with a New York Times reporter about this. You can imagine which side she was on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I said, it is, you know, remember, I'm an early American historian, but it was the intention of the founders that the president runs the executive branch. And so the whole premise of heritage is that the president has control of the executive branch. And therefore, because the, the reality of your point, it, it just can't be overstated, which is that 98% of the employees in the federal government are just philosophically opposed to conservatives. They're going to be working actively yeah, against it. Actively. We have a team of a, a team of attorneys the largest team of conservative attorneys, almost all of them working pro bono. I won't go into a lot of detail here because I don't want to tip yeah, my yeah, hand, yeah. but they are don't. prepared. They're prepared. They're prepared for the attacks that the left are going to make. The political right, Glenn, has never done this in our history. And I, I'm just hoping and praying, and obviously we're working really hard at Heritage with all of our organization friends in the coalition to make that happen. Well, I am. Uh, I'm anxious to hear and see your speech. Uh, I hope it's on videotape that will be released. I don't know if it will be, um, but uh, it's, it's live streamed. Uh, it'll be live streamed, and that information's on our website. But obviously, we'll get it out on all of our socials. Yeah, great. Um, hope, hope, hopefully, there are some fireworks. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. That sounds like it's going to be a powerful speech. Uh, don't back down. Know that people will be praying for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. God bless you. God bless you. Kevin Roberts, the uh, president of the Heritage Foundation, uh, who is going to be speaking tomorrow at the World Economic Forum in Davos. You know, Glenn, the best way to keep someone like that away from Davos the second time is to not let him leave the first time. So I get on the first flight after that speech (laughs) is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, there was a bad snow bunny accident that (laughs) happened. I want to take a moment and uh, tell you about Charlotte. Uh, she didn't find out she was pregnant until she was about seven weeks along. And still, it was, you know, she had enough time to get an abortion. And she figured that would be the best solution for her. Thankfully, 
Charlotte wound up at a preborn clinic where she was introduced to the sight and sound of her own unborn child. In that moment is the moment she chose life for her baby instead of the abortion she had been planning. The child is alive and well today. Charlotte's heart is filled with gratitude for people just like you who made a contribution to preborn that made that ultrasound free. Each of these babies is truly miraculous, and every day, Preborn celebrates 200 miracles. $28 a month can be the difference between life and death of a child. When a mom meets her baby on an ultrasound and hears the heartbeat, it is a divine connection that doubles a baby's chance at life. Together, let's join and help moms choose life and help moms for the first two and a half years of the baby's life so they don't feel alone. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. If you didn't read the uh, op-ed on Blaze, you should go back to theblaze.com. And look for this from um, from Kevin Roberts. He um, he says the media, the academy, government agencies, international organizations, corporations, the arts have all traded in centuries worth of public trust in exchange for unaccountable ideological exploitation of the people they claim to serve. Sooner or later, the everyday citizen workers and families who shoulder the burdens of the Davos style global elitism will reclaim their individual rights and national sovereignty. National leaders at this conference openly reject the nation state. They refuse to secure their own besieged borders. Scholars and journalists openly subordinate facts to serve partisan ends that undermine transparency and the choice for their citizens. Generals promote woke politics over military readiness. Uh, Corporate executives ship jobs overseas to tyrants like China's Xi Jinping while lecturing their own countrymen about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Artists and entertainers celebrate each other's sneering contempt for the people and values that fuel their privileged lives. There's no mystery here. Around the world, people distrust global elites because they hate us. They use their power to disempower us and their cultural influence to smear anyone who questions their self-serving corruption. This is the common virtue of constitutionalism, republicanism, nationalism, and free enterprise as they are traditionally practiced in the United States. They are the subject elite's ambitions to the authority of the people instead of the other way around. This arrangement is good for the world and for every person who's ever embraced it, but it's uniquely frustrating to elites who resist checks on their power and resent accountability to the unwashed masses, which, of course, is the point. To regain trust... Davos must accept the moral virtues, practical benefits, and natural rights of individual nations and ultimately families and individuals to govern themselves. No serious person believes the global elite's uh, grand moral stand over the last generation, bowing to China, erasing borders, worshiping climate extremism, just so happened to serve their class interest at the direct expense of ordinary people's democratic sovereignty and economic opportunity. What we need is nothing more than the freedom to govern ourselves. That's what Brexit, Donald Trump, Victor Orban, uh, Javier Millet, 
Gert Wielders and the rising global tide of populist patriotic conservatism represents. Nationalism, the love of one's own nation and culture and policy-making preference from one's own people and customs cannot be erased and will not be trampled. It must be respected. Trust is a choice. This is what he's the theme of what he's planning on saying tomorrow. We will have that speech for you hopefully tomorrow by the time of the broadcast so you can hear it. The head of the Heritage Foundation. More in just a minute. NMLS 182334, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. If you're worried that your credit card debt is going to wipe you out and you are staying up at night, you're thinking about, we're going to lose our home. There is no better time than right now to set you and your family up for a strong 2024. I know that sounds crazy, but you don't have to lose your house. You don't have to lose everything. Interest rates have fallen, and American financing can help you access the equity in your home at an interest rate in the fives. That's a much lower rate than the average double-digit credit card percentage rate, which is now averaging 25%. Think about how much money you could be saving every month and all of the interest you can write off uh, for the IRS. You just take it and you... Turn it and roll it into your home uh, loan. If you're buried in high-interest credit card debt, now is the time to break free. Call American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, the code now Glenn30, and save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Our overlords are meeting in Davos to plan our future, and it sounds great. The number one priority is not global climate change. Uh, it's not wars. It's not inflation. It's not food. It's nothing except misinformation and disinformation. And they're trying to get all the global leaders to come together on this and make sure that voices, quite honestly, like mine and uh and the blaze and uh, people like Ezra Levant from Rebel News up in Canada are silenced. Um, yesterday um, at the conference, there was a um, uh, a meeting on how do we shut these people up. And the uh, head of the Center for Democracy and Technology, his name is Alex Reeve Givens. He said there's something bizarre happening in America. Listen to this. Even as we're living in this heightened threat environment, a number of the social media companies have actually been scaling back their investments in trust and safety, in particular around elections. And those that are still keeping up the work are facing more political scrutiny and pressure 
to disband those efforts than ever before. So in the United States, for example, right now, we have congressional investigations and lawsuits against people that study mis- and disinformation about elections on social media platforms. There is currently an injunction in place stopping the Biden administration from communicating with social media platforms about interference threats on the topics of elections. That's actually going before the United States Supreme Court this year. So we're in this bizarre environment where right as the threats are ticking up, the investments uh, in actually doing the, the day-to-day work of online trust and safety for our information environment is being scaled back and is under attack. And those are all things we need to recalibrate right now to try and address the threats. Yeah, sorry, I, th- quickly- I thought for sure that Alex uh, identified as a man, but apparently uh, he's now identifying as a woman. Uh, it is bizarre that we don't want government. I mean, it's just out in our Constitution, but other than that, don't worry about it. Uh, we have Ezra Levant, who is on the ground in the cold right now at the World Economic Forum in Davos. Uh, how are the hookers, Ezra? <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask. But my, uh, a friend of mine did a story um, of how every single escort within 100 miles was booked up yeah. by the World Economic yeah. uh, Forum. They're good um, people. They're good people. You know what? This is a place of excess. Let me give you an example. There's a small private airfield about an hour and a half away from here. And I, I went there to film the private jets landing. Uh, and the airport told me that 150 private jets per day land at this airstrip just for the World Economic Forum. They say that one week basically pays for the entire year. That's like a that's like a city of half a million people. That's how many flights might be there in an average day. And it's more than that. There's not enough room to park 150 jets at this small airfield. So they fly in, drop off the VVIP, then they fly out to another airfield to park, and then they come back to pick up their person. So, I, I mean, and then many of them take the helicopter for that last one hour drive because, God forbid, they'd be on the streets with the peasants. That's the kind of luxury you see here. Um, but they're the ones telling us to reduce our carbon footprint. They're the ones telling us not to fly as much. But let me tell you what we're doing here. We are not accredited journalists. We applied and they obviously rejected us. And that's fine. So we can't get into the sessions like the one you just played a clip from. But we're on the streets in this town of Davos, which is like a ski resort high in the Alps. And it's full of, uh, I'm not going to say celebrities, but sort of political celebrities. And because they feel like they're amongst friends and it's so hard to get here, they let their guard down. So just standing on the street and reading name tags, I mean, some people you can recognize, like yesterday, I asked some questions of John Kerry about his private jet. Today, my colleague Avi asked Dr. Tedros of the World Health Organization some questions. So these people don't have big entourages, and the Swiss police have a very light touch. Penny Pritzker was here, and I asked her some questions about Harvard. And and so there's no way you would get this kind of access in almost any other place. And like I say, the cops here are so gentle, they have not stopped us from scrumming anyone. Yesterday, I walked with the president of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for 10 minutes straight, peppering him with questions. He did not have any answers, but boy, I asked my questions. And, and that video has been viewed a million times overnight, Glenn. It's, I, I tell you, it's a crazy place where the masters of the universe get together to make the rules for the rest of us. And there's only about half a dozen citizen journalists here. The rest of them are regime journalists 
who pay to be here as official delegates. So I, I saw, for example, Richard Quest from CNN. I think he's a great journalist 90% of the time, by the way. But we scrummed him going in there. And we said, how come you only ask softball questions of Klaus Schwab? Well, it's because CNN paid a quarter million dollars for them to get in as sort of a member. You're not going to stink up the joint if, you're, if you got the golden invitation. So I don't know. I might pay. Here. I might pay for that. <laughs> well, I might write the I mean, check to go and have all of them come on my show. Well, I mean, they might kick you out if you do that. Yeah. By the way, I'm standing on the promenade and a huge bunch of military vehicles are passing through. I'm not sure if that's just normal Switzerland stuff or if that's because Vladimir Zelensky's in town um, and Emmanuel Macron is uh, in town and the Secretary General of the United Nations in town. These aren't just VIPs, they're VVIPs and VVVIPs, and they let you know it. So what is what is the main thing you've taken from this? Well, look, there are some people here who are just here to sell products and services uh, because there's so many politicians and, wow, there's such a military convoy going through the downtown here. I don't even know what's happening. Maybe Zelensky's on the move. I've, I, I just wanted to tell you that I'm live from the promenade in, in uh, Davos right now, and I just it's like a whole military not a parade, but a series of big trucks. Uh, it, uh, imagine juxtaposing that with your uh, five-star celebrities. Anyways, the number one message, uh, as Klaus Schwab says, is information. They say their theme this year is rebuilding trust, which because they know they've shattered trust with ordinary people over the last few years, whether it's COVID or lockdowns or junk science or inflation or immigration or whatever. So they, they know they have to fix trust, but at the same time, they believe in censorship. I scrummed a few different officials with Meta and uh, my colleagues scrumming uh, an official from Google just a minute ago. And all our questions are about, are they trying to strangle free discussions in the year of the 2024 elections? Every one of them is aware of Trump's victory in the Iowa caucuses. And I'm talking about people around the world. This is not just Americans. This is a very international it is my understanding that yesterday a lot of the discussions at Davos uh, centered around this is a real threat to our agenda. We this, oh, absolutely this can't happen. If you were to take a poll of the VVIPs here at Davos, ninety uh, percent of them would be against Trump. Not necessarily the for Biden. They're just for anyone who won't upset the international order that they've established here. Um, and, and so, I mean, basically these Europeans and these globalists and these elites want to have a vote um, without having a vote. Here's what I mean. For example, Klaus Schwab uh, recently said AI is so progressed, we don't really need elections anymore because AI can figure out what the people want. Uh, I've seen WEF presentations about how AI, artificial intelligence, can replace courts and judges because you just enter all the data and they'll just replicate what a good judge would do. So the room for political bias in artificial intelligence, I'd say those are the two emphases I can see just on the streets here. Censorship of, quote, misinformation and artificial intelligence. Well, you combine those two things and I tell you, you're in a brave new world right there. So, um, Ezra, I want to I talk to you about uh, one thing that came to my attention yesterday There is a story in The Independent. Climate misinformation is mutating on YouTube, and the platform is profiting. 
And it is a story that mentions two people. Uh, one of them is me and the Blaze. And the Blaze, I guess, is making money from YouTube uh, because they're not canceling us and uh, putting us where we belong, which is nowhere, because we are discussing things like uh, climate crisis denial content. We also uh, were talking about the, um, uh, the last election and saying that the last election had many uh, uh, questions behind it. The Great Reset, an online conspiracy theory that claims global elites trying to dismantle capitalism and create a new social order, which they are. Um, and the other person was Jordan Peterson. Now, they're, they're targeting us through Google and Facebook. My Facebook page is down 95% in the best year I've ever had, including the years at Fox. Never had a bigger footprint than now, but Facebook is down 95%. Why? The other thing, the other part of it is, is, yeah, go ahead. That's deliberate. They're trying to demonetize you. We scrummed Jonathan Greenblatt, the head of the ADL, and we asked them, why have you tried to kill advertising on Twitter, but never on TikTok? And they wouldn't answer that. And so that's what they're trying to do to you and Jordan Peterson. And, and by the way, they're going to invent new, quote, crimes. I, I saw the phrase ecocide being bandied about here. So the same way you couldn't be a skeptic or have a contrary point of view on COVID vaccines, they're going to do the same thing for climate. They, they basically telegraph that that's their plan. Well, um, one of the one of the disturbing things, they, they did this last year to Russell Brand. I, you don't even see him anymore. He's still doing a podcast, but he never shows up on anybody's feed. When's the last time you saw Russell Brand in your feed? Um, the, well, I, I seek him out, but you're right. They're trying to kill him right. financially. Correct. And the next thing is Jordan Peterson. He lost in court yesterday uh, his appeal on having to go to some sort of a, a re-education camp because he said, and I, this is a quote, the uh, the woman who was obese uh, on Sports Illustrated bikini was not beautiful. It was sick, and now he has to have re-education. Yeah, and that's a that's in some ways a lot scarier. The World Economic Forum is a bunch of people coming up with bad ideas, but they don't actually have the legal or judicial power to enforce them. The trouble is all the VVIPs here go home and go home to their legislatures or courts or businesses and implement it back home. But the WEF itself doesn't have the power to do that from here in Davos. But what you're talking about, what happened to Jordan Peterson, that was a real court. And the College of Psychologists of Ontario um, is a regulator that has the power to deny someone their profession. Now, Jordan Peterson doesn't take any patients anymore. He, ha- he hasn't in many years, but they're trying to destroy his professional reputation. Again, the college is there for doctors who are abusive or who, you know, take advantage of their clients or what, you know, it's, it's a professional organization to make sure that psychologists in Ontario are ethical. They're using that for lawfare to silence him on completely unrelated matters. And it's not just atrocious that they're meddling with his political views. It's their sentence to him, their command, their order to him is that he basically go through a political re-education. I mean, he has to go to some, I don't know, for the phrase is a coach or a, or a remedial social media class or yeah, something. Whatever the, the way, Chinese call it, it's still yeah. a uh, 
re-education camp. And and here's the struggle session. Yeah, struggle session. And here is ooh my struggle. Wonder who used that. Um, The the other thing though that is disturbing is they are trying to scare doctors into silence. They have already purged all of the doctors that would say something about the COVID vaccine. Um, The nurses, all of them, anyone with a conscience that's different than the state, they're purging them. That's very dangerous, as you know. What Jordan Peterson is the most famous psychologist in all of Canada. He's also wealthy and in some ways very influential and maybe even powerful. So if they can do this to him, imagine what they can do to you. This is pour encourager les autres. This is to scare everybody else. Yeah, they want to shut up Jordan Peterson. I don't know if they'll succeed. That guy doesn't shut up easy. But what they're going to do is terrify a thousand other psychologists and doctors and nurses. You know, there happens to be another nurse in uh, the Canadian province of British Columbia who sponsored a sign that just said, I heart J.K. Rowling. Like, that's all she did. And they took her before the professional association for the same sort of thing. And, and so how many nurses, how many doctors, how many people of any profession are being terrorized into silence? And it's all part of the same cultural Marxism or wokeism. Hey, you know, yesterday I scrummed the president of State Street. Do you know what that is? It's yes. like BlackRock. It's a huge asset manager. And I, and I asked him, and that's, that's what it's like here in Davos. You never know who you're going to bump into. And I said to him, aren't you putting your own politics ahead of your fiduciary duties to, uh, to your shareholders? Like you're, you're, I said, you're promoting ESG, environmental and social governance, basically cultural Marxism. I said, how can you do that and, and claim to be uh, His response? shareholders? Well, he said, we're doing both. He said, we're not going to stop with ESG, but it's shareholder value. Right. And then I pressed on okay. a little bit and, Quickly. and, and he, and he, and he wouldn't talk much more, yeah. but uh, that's what Davos is like at the World Economic Forum. Thank he, you he so much, Ezra Levant ideas. from uh, from uh, Rebel News up in Switzerland right now with the elites. Back with more in just a second. How often do you move from one house to another? Hopefully, unless you're into that kind of thing, the answer is not very often. Buying and selling a home is a lot of work, and it can be a huge hassle, especially if you don't have the right real estate agent to help you out. Believe me, I've been through a lot of moves. I can't hold down a job. But here's the good news. You and your family don't have to have the same experience that I've had many times. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. If you're buying or selling a house, realestateagentsitrust.com will give you the name of the best person, in our opinion, after doing extensive research on each individual will give you the best person in your area according to what we are looking for and we think you're looking for real estate agents i trust.com the glenn beck program glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox sign up at glennbeck.com Tonight on TV, you do not want to miss it. All of the facts on our economy, all of the charts, everything that the White House and the government is not telling you. You feel it. Tonight, you'll see it. 
tonight, 9 o'clock, only on Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special. That's 9 p.m. Eastern time on uh, Glenn TV, only on Blaze TV. Check it out, blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn30. Glenn Beck Program.